Welcome back again for another episode of our podcast that we've been doing on uh, trying to bring in a concept of discipleship into uh, an everyday space. So it moves beyond just having time at church, but actually, hopefully, into your life that is something that's tangible, something that's real, something uh, that works within uh, the rhythm of your life. And we've been talking about those ideas of rhythms, how God's given to us uh, a term that's been used by uh, Pete Cesaria, who wrote a book, uh, but uh, talked about sacred rhythms and how uh, we use the rhythms of our lives, and uh, we also take the sacredness of what God had given to us. We, we use those things to help us be with God. That's at the core of what discipleship is, is being with God, and that we also recognize when you are being with God, then that should flow out into being evident to other people. So they should recognize, hey, there's something uniquely happening with a person because they've been with God. And so we here, hopefully, uh, you as you're listening, are thinking at, processing that, working through what are the rhythms of your life where they're adding in that sacredness to remind yourself, uh, again, of being with God. Um, if you're new with us, uh, my name is Pastor Dan Hartz. I'm the pastor at Refuge Church. It's a church in Manor, PA. And uh, in this podcast, I got two other guys with me. I'm Mike. And I'm Ryan. Uh, these guys are uh, helping in uh, kind of working through these things that we talk about. We, we don't come here trying to tell you what to do. We don't come here trying to uh, give you all the answers that we can wrap up in a nice little bow. We hope to have ongoing discussions to get us thinking, to get us processing, to get us moving uh, wherever you may be in this journey. Uh, one of the things that we had talked about uh, over this past year is um, having these disciplines, as I mentioned, these sacred rhythms. And we listed some of them before about fasting and prayer and um, <clears throat> Bible study or memorization or uh, the Sabbath, the, these things that God has given to us to help us to be able to to, to uh, remind us again of, of really what life we're living for. And uh, we're going to take some time now and really focus in on one of those, uh, kind of maybe go a little bit more into them about how does this look. And, and we're just starting out with, with prayer. Um, I read something this week that I thought was uh, really uh, insightful. Uh, it said that you, know, you never waste a prayer because God is always attentive to the cries of his children. Um, you know, and I, I thought about that as, as a dad. I would always be attentive uh, to my kids if they were crying. I, I would want to respond to them. But I also have to be honest, I wasn't always attentive in other things where uh, sometimes, you know, they'd ask uh, the same questions over and over again, or they'd ask questions you know you'd had no answers for, and you're kind of tune them out, or, or you just kind of give the ho-hum, yeah, yeah, yeah answers. Uh, but God is never like that with us, that he is always attentive to us, not just in our cries, but in all the prayers that we come and, and we, we, we come before him. And that's a, that's a, a wild, sobering, uh, just uh, uh, compelling thought to, to think through. And so we wanted to take some time and just be able to talk about the idea of prayer, looking at some of the different prayers in the Bible, looking about uh, kind of maybe how you learned how to pray, uh, or even uh, kind of your experience with that. So that's kind of where we're going to start uh, in this first episode on prayer. And, and I'm just asking Mike right off the bat, you know, Mike, who taught you to pray, or how did you learn to pray, or, or what was prayer like for you as, as you grew up? Yeah, um, it's a great question. Uh, and as I think about it, I, I, I don't really know that I was ever taught to pray, um, which I think might be the story for many as opposed to, um, not as many, and hopefully that's not the case. Hopefully 
we've all had people that have come alongside of us at some point. But I mean, like I would hear different things from different teachers and in, in different facilities and such. There's like the ax method, which is adoration, confession, Thanksgiving and stuff, I think is what they, they call it. Right. Or something like that. Right. The go ahead. I was just going to say, no, I, uh, I think supplication was the supplication, one. Supplication. That's that what it was. Stuff or supplication. Uh, yeah, I was like, yeah. as I remember to see, no one taught me to do it. It was just like, yeah, and then everything else, right, right there. And so, um, yeah, so just all sorts of different methods and things like that. And those are good. Like, those are good things. Uh, but I think for me, what was difficult was I didn't have a right functioning view of God. Mm-hmm. which then makes it difficult to have a right functioning like view of prayer mm-hmm. in my life, because then God becomes a little bit more of my own personal Jesus. And, and he's more of a vending machine where I feel like in certain moments I pray harder uh, mm-hmm. or I'm, I'm praying more or like trying to, to talk to him more. And I found that to be really empty and very unsatisfying because I wasn't necessarily praying. I was really just putting all of my wishes out into the ether, right? Like out into the universe. Um, and so I think for me as of late, what I have found is just in looking at some of the history of the church and and some of the wisdom of like the church fathers and mothers, but also Pete Scazzaro was, was really helpful for me in this and some of his work. Um, in, in learning to kind of listen in prayer, learning to just kind of sit and to be, learning to be silent. Yeah. And just to, um, I mean, God's presence is, is everywhere, but learning to, to really intentionally invite uh, the Lord to come into that space and to speak and to work, yeah. and which means that I am not speaking. Um, but then also how to lay the, the confessions and um, frustrations, uh, the, my humanness and my brokenness, uh, at his feet and to do so in a way that is very raw and unadulterated and and still moments where I then need to come back and say, Hey, maybe you shouldn't have said that that way, right. In this prayer, but just not being afraid to be completely open, uh, in the midst of, of that, um, I don't want to call it a dialogue, but just, just that, that dwelling within the presence of God. Um, but I think one of the things, honestly, that really started to unlock that within me was learning to pray, um, like worship songs, hmm. which sounds kind of dumb, but, uh, as a, as a worship leader, one of my encouragements to people, especially those that, uh, I would see not really engaging in worship, um, was even if you don't like to sing around people, and even if you don't even necessarily want to speak these words out loud, I would encourage you just to pray through these words as we're going through them, just to be lifting that up to God. And that was an exercise even for myself that I feel like was good. But then when you apply that to scripture, which doesn't mean, you know, we, that, that we're just going to take certain scriptures out of context and apply that to our lives and say, yes, absolutely. Like this certain thing is going to happen to me, but to be able to walk through like even the Psalms and to pray, uh, through that, which I've got a great story about that. We'll tell some other time and, and to just see the goodness of God or the heartache of the Psalmist, but then to try to look at it through the lens of who God is, and then to just be open with God about what it is that, that, that like I'm walking through in that moment, how this Psalm I'm relating to it and all of that, and just talking to him, just walking through all of that. So um, I'm a creative and that was kind of all over the place, but yeah, I didn't, no one really taught me how to pray. So that's what yeah. we get. 
Well, uh, you, you bring up an interesting point in the sense of uh, as your um, knowledge of God uh, grew, yeah. your, your prayer time grew. Right. Okay. So, um, you know, the Bible talks about, we come to him, we can come to him like a childlike faith and there's a childlikeness in that process of just coming to, uh, God and, and even in prayer. But then as your knowledge of who God is, your knowledge of, uh, what type of God, uh, you are praying to that may be affected then your prayers. And then at the same time, uh, learning that there are maybe different methods or there are different types of prayers, uh, that can be said. Well, yeah. I mean, if, if we think about prayer, it's a sacred exercise, mm-hmm. but an oversimplification of it that I think is accurate is it's, it's just talking to God. Sure. We, we hear that often. And I think it is much easier to talk to someone that you know, yeah, as opposed to someone that you don't. Yeah. And, and just like the more that you get into it and the more that you're willing to, to kind of have that vulnerability, yeah. um, and to get to know him more, like it just gets easier. Sure. For sure. Ryan, how about you? Who, who taught you how to pray or how'd you learn to pray? Um, you know, I think just growing up, uh, just being in the church, I think my, you know, my mom would probably make us pray, you know, at the dinner table or whatnot. But I think my prayer, <laughs> if you can call it a life, was it more than uh, rub a dub dub? Thanks for the scrub. <laughs> Amen. I think, you know, we would definitely say that, you know, God is good. God is great. You know, let's thank him for our food. Amen. But yeah. then I think as we got older, you know, my mom would like <laughs> challenge us to pray something different. Yeah. Um, but I think my, you know, prayers when I was young were, were just always, God, help me do this. Help me do that. Help me. You know, it was just really, Hey, I want to beat this next level on this video game and I can't yeah. God, please help me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, and then I think just kind of, for me, I saw, uh, just as I went to college, we actually, you know, going to Cedarville Christian School, mm-hmm. they would have students pray before each class. Okay. And so most of the time it just go around in an order. And it was like, you kind of didn't have an option to yeah. like opt out. <laughs> you had to pray. And I remember hearing some of these kids pray and I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't know how to pray. Like, how are they, you know, and I was yeah. just so blown away. I was like, yeah. Uh, I felt so insecure though, when I'm hearing these other students, because I didn't, you know, go to a Christian school. I hadn't really been around, you know, other than like pastors hearing kids my age pray. And so, um, I felt like that was a point where I didn't learn how to pray, but I started hearing other people pray. Um, but I think I kind of became like a Pharisee in a sense, because, you know, I would practice and try to like come up with a good prayer so that I could look good in front of the class. Sure. Um, but I think really, truly, you know, I, w- I've, I really believe I was born again after college. And after that, I think, is really when prayer started to become more than just, you know, repeat after me yeah. kind of thing, hearing yeah. someone. And, and I remember just kind of spending time with, with God, you know, and I would normally just read the word. And, you know, sometimes I'd just pray. And I, and I remember really specifically, there was a time where I felt like blown away by my own prayer, which is probably a bad thing to say, <laughs> right? Probably really prideful. But I remember in that moment thinking like, how did I just pray that? Like, where did that come from? Yeah. You know, and I just started praying things. I'm like, I can't believe that was flowing. And, and, and it, to me, it was like, it felt like the first time I could actually sense the influence of the Holy Spirit when mm. praying. Yep. I was like, wow, that's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. and then I think just kind of from there seeing like, uh, 
praying alone with God. Yeah. You know, for me, I, I've really found, you know, well, one, I think you have to be born again to truly learn how to pray. Yeah. But then knowing God's word and then being alone with him, I think uh, for me, those have kind of been the three things that have really taught me how to, to pray. Yeah. And I think you hear other people pray and you kind of, um, you know, maybe pick up on some, some things or you're like, Oh wow, that's, you know, really awesome how that person has approached God. You know, I yeah. remember hearing someone in, in college called God dad. And I felt like kind of really weird about it at first. Yeah. I'm like, right. why are you calling him dad? Yeah. He's father. Yeah. But then it was like, that's, that's pretty cool. You know, that's like someone saying yeah. Abba, you yeah. know, and it's like daddy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know if there was like a, you know, one influential person, but I think just gradually over time being in God's word and, you know, just, just starting to read about prayer, Hmm. kind of developing like a prayer language. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, both you guys, I, I, from my understanding, you know, didn't grow up in uh, more, I guess, um, in a sense, liturgical type style churches. So you didn't learn necessarily the Lord's prayer or you didn't learn the, the regular repeating type prayers. Yeah, I was, um, I grew up in a charismatic church, but I was, um, then for most of my, uh, I guess adolescence was in like a reformed Presbyterian in both school and church. So they had the book of common prayer. They didn't use the book of common prayer. They used the Westminster catechism of faith, which sometimes could be somewhat similar. It's for those of you listening, it's kind of like a question and answer call and response type thing, but they, they would do the Lord's prayer at certain times. Um, yeah, but because we weren't super liturgical, none of us knew if it was debtors, trespasses or what at the end. (laughs) And so that was always fun, but yeah. I, uh, most of my growing up, grew up in a, uh, conservative Baptist church and it was, uh, we did the doxology mm-hmm. uh, before every, uh, offering. And so yep. I kind of grew up with that. That's not necessarily as much of a prayer as a song, but it's kind of a prayer in that, right. in that sense. Um, you know, it's an interesting question, you know, to, to ask It's even one, sometimes I ask, even when I do premarital counseling, I'll ask the, the, the people, Hey, who taught you to be in a relationship? Right. Because we don't, as you guys both have said, we really sometimes just don't teach it we just we just kind of learn it from observa- observation and i think both of you guys are indicating that same thing like you see someone else do this or you hear someone else do that and you wonder or you you start to learn about that and again it's not necessarily a right or wrong thing but it is a pretty fascinating concept that we we use that term it's a term used you know everywhere i mean when uh, by the time we're recording this um, you know, we're a few weeks away from the, the Buffalo Bills player that got hurt. And, mm. uh, you know, you see the, the idea of the players gathering in prayer and the national conversation goes to prayer. Uh, and, and people use that uh, quite a bit. And yet uh, it's such a big, huge topic. It's such a, th- a wide ranging things that I think it's important that we, we think of these things through and say, okay, where did I learn this? How did I learn this? Did I learn correctly or wrongly? Is there a right or wrong way? I remember even being in, in high school, I think later in my high school years, but just understanding for the first time why we said in Jesus' name every mm. time we ended in prayer. 
And I was always like, why, like, do I have to say in Jesus name? If right. I don't say in Jesus name, am, am I wrong? Or, um, yeah, I remember, you know, at times like, do I have to pray before each meal to bless it? Or is it going to make me sick? Like these types of things, these are questions that we're asking. And, you know, when, when I start to pray, am I praying to God, the father, am I praying to, to Jesus? Am I praying through the spirit? Like, uh, these are a really good kind of questions to ask. Hopefully, you know, as we continue on in this, uh, kind of series that we're doing, we'll, we'll answer some of these questions. We'll, we'll get to that. Um, you know, that, that Jesus name is really I, understanding that we come to God because Jesus is our high priest. He's the intercessory one, the one that advocates for us. So that was a little bit of what I was learning and realized I am praying to God, the father and through Jesus or because of Jesus and, and through the spirit. And so, uh, kind of the, the connecting points, uh, but we'll talk more about that. Uh, but in, in all this, I, I guess we got to kind of get to the spot too. Like if we're going to invest our time in this dialogue and this discussion over the next several episodes, we got to answer the question, why is it important? Like, why is it important? So, so uh, we learn this, we talk about this, uh, but why is it important that we should pray? Mike, what's some of your thoughts? Yeah, um, I, I think that this answer could vary for a, a lot of people. I, I think um, I would have said uh, that I would have said that, that, that it was more not trying to earn anything, but almost trying to make sure that, that I was, had God's blessing and whatever it was that I was doing. And, and I think that's not a wrong answer. Like, I, I think that's, that's good. Yeah. Um, but just in my own struggles with prayer and stuff uh, over the years, I, I think that's probably where I would have landed, but where I am right now is this place of my confidence in the Lord would not be what it is if it were not for prayer. Mm. I feel like prayer is something that God has really used in my life to just grow that confidence in me. Moments where, I mean, like I, I even preached a couple of weeks ago and just felt jumbled in the, the lead up to it. And God, the whole way was just, don't worry. Like, just do not be anxious. And so, okay, I'm like a duck right now. We're on the outside. I'm choosing not to be anxious. Internally, you know the mess that I am. But okay, yeah. like you said, don't be anxious. And then being able to get up and, and just be a vessel differently than I had been before, which I don't say anything other than to say, I think God was just using a, a, a moment in my life to, again, grow my confidence that I can trust him and that he's got me and that he is, he is God. And so, yeah, for me, I think the importance is very much, it, it's just my confidence in the Lord. It, it would not be anywhere near what it is oh. without prayer. Okay, good, good. Ryan, what about you? Yeah. Um, I, I really feel for, for me, I'm at, I'm at a place where I've of the past few years of my life, I've really seen just in a very tangible way, the power of prayer. And, and, and I just really think that prayer is almost like the channel or funnel or access to like heaven in a sense of, you know, Christ seated at the right hand of God. It's, it's as though like the prayer, our prayer life links us directly to, you know, as Ephesians says, you know, um, 
Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. You know, it, it's, it's to me, it's like life. You know, prayer, prayer is like receiving fresh life from Jesus. You know, and I heard it said once where, you know, communion with God, right? You know, the, I would say probably the, the base of all prayer, you know, being with God is like the first button of like a dress shirt. And if you don't get that button right, all the other buttons are messed up. You know, when you sometimes skip a button, then you're like, oh, I'm, everything's crooked. Everything's off. Um, you know, and, and I think because Jesus so modeled the importance of prayer, you know, he made time to be alone with the Father. And, and I just find if Jesus needed to, <laughs> then we better believe that we need to, you know, infinitely more. You know, and, and it's so fascinating to me because of all the things Jesus did, his disciples specifically asked, teach us how to pray. Yeah. You know, it wasn't teach us how to perform miracles, teach right. us how to cast out devils, teach us how to pray. There was something about the prayers of Jesus that his disciples recognized that unless they're taught by the master, there's no way they can actually pray like Jesus. Yeah. You know, and, and I think it's really just, it's, I think it's our small view of prayer that I think grieves the Holy Spirit and, and locks up the true power yeah. of what prayer is meant to be. Good, good. Well, uh, I want to give you five things real quick, and some of them you guys just mentioned, but uh, maybe in a little more uh, summary type of way, if you're really out here and you're listening and you're thinking, you know, why is prayer so important? Or uh, maybe you've, you've known it's important, but uh, there's more in other important things. And maybe you're questioning, okay, do I have it in the right important spot? Um, uh, let me just give you these five things. First, pr- prayer aligns uh, our will with God's will. And uh, I don't know of anything more important in my life than that taking place because uh, my will is so strong. Uh, my will is focused on what it wants. Uh, it is very selfish. Uh, it's very, um, uh, short term and, uh, what gratifies me in the moment. And so, uh, that's not God's and I need to be in prayer as much as I can, uh, because my will needs to be aligned into God's will. Uh, prayer also lets me cast my cares upon him. Uh, you know, we live in a, in a society with tons of stress and anxiety and, worry and fear and uh, unknown and these things weigh us down and they uh, burden us and God is freely telling us like a fisherman casts his reel into the water like throw it onto him and uh, that's something that we can do in prayer prayer moves things Uh, third thing prayer moves and and what I mean by that is uh, as we again we've shared a little bit Ryan shared you know there's a spiritual world that we don't see or we don't enter into or we aren't you know, in knowing, you know, about, uh, you know, the devil and angels and God and all these spiritual things happening, stuff that we can't even see. And, and, and prayer moves those things. Like Paul talked about that, actually, like saying, pray for me or pray that this would happen so that things are moving that we can't see. So we can actually pray across the world. We can pray uh, not in the physical sense of where we are, but with other people that things would move that we don't even know or see. And so that's some of the power that I think that Ryan's talking about is that prayer moves. Uh, Also, uh, it's what Jesus did. 
you know, if Jesus spent three years here and, and one of the things he focused on was praying, not only the prayers we, we see, like John 17 is one, uh, teaching the disciples to pray is another one, but often Jesus would, would uh, retreat and go pray. And so there was this, this thing that Jesus was so, it was so important for him to do that I think you, we need to look at it as well. And then finally, the last one, it, it's one of the communications of a real relationship. And so we talk about God being a relationship. God's our Father. We talk about that. That's a relationship. And prayer, uh, not just you talking, but you listening as well, um, is, the, is the mechanism of that relationship, that communication. Uh, as Mike had said, it's easier to talk to someone you know. Uh, well, how do you know them? Well, part of that is through prayer. And part of that is uh, that communication that's happening. So, uh, you know, hopefully these are just a few things that we can share with you about the importance of prayer. Hopefully as we continue on uh, episode after episode uh, talking about this, we can stir you on to uh, wanting to pray and to see the importance of it. Again, if you have any questions, anything we ever say, uh, if you're unsure or maybe uh, we didn't finish a, a thought that you would like us to finish, you can always email us at info at churchrefuge.com. Uh, we'd love to be able to answer those questions. And again, we just want to come alongside you in this journey as we are in this journey as well, specifically talking about the idea of prayer.